From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Anxiety Project podcast. This one is number 31 and this one is another anxiety story of mine, number four. And before I dive into that, though, I want to just mention that I am constructing a Q&A podcast in the future, so I want your questions. So leave your questions to anything related to anxiety and self-development and all that stuff on YouTube, and or you can email me, that's great too, or Facebook me at The Anxiety Project Facebook page. Join that community if you haven't already, or even my Instagram account at Brad's profile. So send me your questions and I will construct a Q&A podcast. So let's get into this episode. Uh, this episode is another anxiety story of mine. And I'm going to date this one before I started my recovery. So this one was happening before I was going into recovery mode. And it's about me going to the doctor and fearing a catastrophic diagnosis and fearing needles. Now, this one is a big one because I remember I've I've always had this fear of needles as a kid and fearing the doctor and having those anxiety Uh, symptoms when I would go to the doctor and feel nervous and scared. And I had uh, a mishap at one point when I was getting my blood drawn. And this was about two years ago where, you know, I got my blood drawn and I I was looking at the blood coming out of the needle uh, and you know, after she was done, you know, I was, I was kind of relieved a little bit and because I did it and I got up and all of a sudden I blacked out and I I wound up on the, the floor, obviously, uh, the, the kind people at the doctor's office, you know, gently placed me on the ground, gave me a, like a little pillow, you know, gave me some juice or whatever. And, uh, you know, I just felt, you know, I, I fainted because I just don't like needles. I was so afraid of of just getting my blood drawn. I had all this anxiety and and I, I made the mistake of looking. And now going forward, I always avoided doctor's offices because I didn't want that incident to happen again. I didn't want to feel embarrassed because I did feel I feel I felt embarrassed. And that's really a factor when people avoid scenarios because of judgment and embarrassment. For example, you know, when I was at the AGO, the story that I originally, I think this was number one uh, of my powerful anxiety story. I think this is number one. But my AGO story, the art gallery, I was with uh, my girlfriend and... 
I had a panic attack, a really bad one. And in that moment, you know, I felt embarrassed because I was humiliating myself in front of her and other people were looking at me because security came over and, you know, I thought I was dying. But at the same time, I knew that, you know, I was drawing all this attention and people were concerned. So I thought it was even more serious than it was. So it's that fear of embarrassment. It's a fear of the people, other people judging you, right? Because like the many other situations that I had panic, you know, being in the uh, symphony or, or, or at a concert, I would, I would fear getting up and leaving because of the embarrassment it would cause. You know, I, I would think like, oh my God, other people will think I am, you know, uh, I'm rude or, uh, or um, other people will think I am, you know, an idiot or, you know, like a fool or something, right? It's, it's being afraid of other people's judgments. And that's the same thing what happened at the doctor's office. You know, I didn't, I, I was unconsciously avoiding that environment again, because I did have a traumatic event there where, you know, I fainted and, and I felt embarrassed and I felt judged because, you know, I felt like I made a fool out of myself. I was weak and, you know, I can't handle a little needle and I felt ashamed and, and, you know, and it was just an embarrassing moment and I just wanted to avoid that. So I just, so that happened. Then my whole recovery happened. I went, I went, uh, through my anxiety recovery, but I never faced my fear. I never went back to the doctors. I always avoided it. So I knew after I recovered from anxiety that you have to face your fears in order to retrain the amygdala. Now the amygdala is the fear response. It's a little almond shaped part of the brain that initiates the fight, flight, and freeze response. All right? So I had to really expose myself to a doctor's office in order to tell my amygdala that, no, this is actually a safe place. This is a safe environment. That's why I kept avoiding the doctor's office because my amygdala was just fearing that environment because I already had a traumatic event there. So my amygdala associated anything in that doctor's office as fearful. So I, I unconsciously avoided that environment. So now it was time. I knew I had to go back. I knew I have to make an appointment. I have to get some checkups now and then, right? I have to find out if I'm healthy for my doctor. And, and more importantly, I knew I just had to face this fear. It's, I, when I, I made the, uh, the doctor's appointment, Mostly because I wanted to overcome my fear. I was at that. I was at the point in my anxiety recovery where I knew it's like I have to go there and I have to face the dragon in order to overcome this fear. And that's what anxiety recovery is all about. And that's what facing your fears does. It retrains that fear response to associate that place. Excuse me. <clears throat> Got some burps going on. <laughs> To associate that environment with safety, right? I have to expose myself to 
the perceived danger that is the doctor's office, and I have to show the amygdala, you know what, this is not a bad place, it's a safe place. But it's really also, it's also about preparing yourself for the event. So it's not, it's not, some people, they're like flooding techniques where flooding is when you fear a situation or an environment and um, you just put yourself in the environment, uh, into the fear without any gradual exposure. You just put yourself into the feared situation, right? And, And some people do that. I've done that before. And, you know, you kind of feel anxiety, your amygdala is activated, all the anxiety sensations are flowing through you, you have all the symptoms, but you stay in the environment and staying in the environment retrains your amygdala. Staying in the environment retrains your amygdala. Exposing the amygdala to that feared environment will send create new neural pathways saying that, you know, this environment is actually safe. This environment is actually safe. There's no reason to fear this environment. So I knew not to avoid the doctors. I knew I had to go and retrain that fear and and really expose myself to that environment and i i didn't just throw myself in the environment i did some meditation exercises where it was kind of like gradual so i would sit and imagine myself in the doctor's office i uh and then i would imagine you know the needle coming out and and i would imagine getting my blood drawn And then I would imagine myself coming out of the doctor's office and, you know, striking a power pose, you know, with my shoulders back, my like a Superman pose, you know, my arms on my hips and chin up to the sky. I I imagined all this. And so I, I, I was just telling my subconscious before I went to face my fear that, you know what, this is how I want to feel instead. I don't want to go into the doctor's office and and have a anxiety attack and and feel faint and actually faint, right? I don't want to do that. And so I I went to the doctor's office already meditating on the the thoughts of succeeding confidently. So I went there and when I, when I was sitting in the room, you, there, there's the main waiting room and then there's this small waiting room where you wait for your doctor and then, and then she'll come in and, and, and uh, talk to you. But I was waiting in the doctor's office uh, room, waiting for her to come in. I was, uh, I was in my underwear and I had all my clothes off waiting. And I, I felt really anxious. I knew my amygdala was activated. My amygdala was like, you're in, the fear, you're in a fearful environment. We've been here before. We went through this situation and it didn't go well. And why are you here? And my anxiety sensations were flowing through me. I felt all the symptoms. 
So now I knew I'm like, okay, you know, the more I stay here, the more I look around and the more I use some breathing, deep breathing, I, I just know that, you know, I'm just going to tell my amygdala that no, this is actually a safe environment. You know, this is actually safe. And I use rational thoughts and be like, no, I'm healthy. You know, uh, this is just a checkup. Um, I can't, I can't wait to tell my doctor, you know, how, how my life has been with all the meditation I've been doing, the, the exercise I've been partaking in and the healthy diet I've been implementing. So I started to use those rational thoughts and, you know, she came in and, um, you know, I still had the fear of, of the image of that needle, you know, and there, that, that needle coming out of the package. And that always makes me really nervous and fearful. So I knew, you know, this is the day that I proved my old self wrong. And that's what I said to myself. Today is the day that I proved my old self wrong. So I, I was talking to her and the more I talked to her, the better I felt because, you know, I, I knew like, this is a good day. You know, I'm, I'm conquering a fear today. I've already been through so much with my anxiety disorder and, and I had enough tools in my toolkit to face this fear today. I wasn't scared because I knew that I have to face hell in order to overcome fear right? You have to face the demon in order to overcome it, right? You can't avoid it. You're just going to make it worse. You're, the more I avoided the doctor's office, the more I'm strengthening the fear pathway in my brain. And I don't want to do that. My new, my new me, the new me doesn't avoid fearful situations anymore. I, like I used to be that guy, when I was going through an anxiety disorder, I used to be that guy fearing the dentist, fearing doctors, you know, fearing social gatherings and a whole wide range of things, right? But this situation was all about facing my fear of needles and the doctors, right? That It's a new me going in there and I knew it's like my amygdala is activated. I feel anxious. My heart's beating really fast. I can feel it pounding in my chest. And, you know, after we had a long conversation about my diet and how things were going, um, she gave me a vaccine before I got my blood taken out. So she, I had two needles that day, not just one. I expected one. So I had two. So she gave me a, a shot, which was pretty, you know, easy. It was like three seconds, right? It didn't even hurt. So I'm like, oh, that wasn't so bad. You know, I'm starting to conquer my fear. I like That's what I was saying in my head, right? You know, like I'm, I'm doing it right now. This is so amazing. I'm conquering it. I see the needle. You know, I looked away, obviously. I, you know, I'm not going to look. But, you know, if it's a little prick and I'm done. I felt really good, confident. So then the... Doctor went on, we talked about more of my diet, and then um, she gave me the sheet to go get my blood work done, but I thought she was going to do it. So I'm like, oh, no, I have to wait a little bit longer because I was here, I was ready to face my fears, and then she said, nope, you got to go somewhere else to get it done. So I was like, okay, great. 
So I go downstairs and they have a little、uh, lab downstairs. So I, you know, I was like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't do this today. I can wait and go another day. But then I was like, no. And I stood there. I'm like, no, today's the day I, I get rid of this fear. Today's the day I face hell. And if,、uh, if I'm constantly avoiding it, that's only going to make things worse. So I went in there, sat down in the lab for 30 minutes. And then I was sitting in one of the booths after they called me. So they called me, hey, Brad, go to number four. So I went into booth number four. And then I you know, saw the tubes and stuff, the test tubes. And I was like, oh, no. Like, like I started to get panicky. You know, my anxiety was getting worse. My heart was beating. And, and、um, I was th- thinking thoughts of what if I have to faint? What if I have to tell her, I, you know, I have to lie down? What if I get up and I fall down? And it was just my anxiety associating the environment with the previous experience. So, the previous, the previous experience was me fainting, you know, on the ground and, and the, the doctors giving me juice and stuff like that. And, you know, I felt embarrassed. So, my, my, I already had that trauma within me, right? So now my amygdala is already associating this current environment with that event. And it's like, fear this environment, you know, get out of here. What are you doing sitting here? So, All I wanted to do was get up and leave. But it's really all about retraining the amygdala, right? It's really all about associating this environment with not embarrassment, with not fear, and associating it with good, positive thoughts. Like, you know, this is a good place because, you know, you get your blood work done, it only takes a few seconds. And then you, you get up, leave, and you find out your results. And, you know, and so I sat there, and then for like, geez, it was like 10 minutes sitting in that booth. I was, I was really getting more anxiety as I was sitting there. But I didn't leave. I, the doctor came in, and, you know, Um, she, she strapped that thing around my arm, drew the blood literally. It was like five seconds, it was really nothing. As soon as I felt the needle go in, I kind of felt a flush of lightheadedness, but I, I kind of gave myself a few deep breaths. And then she said, Okay, that's good. And I was like, Okay. And I, you know, now was the point where I fainted the last time. So I, I, I just sat there for a few seconds or like, 10 seconds and just got myself together. I used some positive thoughts. Like, I did it. I'm so proud of myself. I, 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 went, I went in here, you know, fearing this and I faced it head on. And I got up, put on my sweater, and then I walked out and I felt good. Like, I'm not going to faint. I felt good. And I just faced the fear. And that's exactly what you need to do in order to overcome. Any fears in your life. And the, when you expose yourself, when you expose the amygdala to a, a fear and, and you stay in the environment, you know, and the more you expose yourself to that fear, the more bored you're going to become of the fear. And then you're not going to fear it anymore because you're 
creating new pathways, new empowering pathways. The old previous fear goes down and then the new comfortable feeling, the new confident feeling strengthens. And that's what happened uh, when I went to the doctors, right? It strengthened new pathway. And now when I go get blood work again in the future, I'm just going to remember this moment and be like, oh, yeah, I remember I, I conquered my last visit. You know, the visit was unpredictable, right? I didn't know what was going to happen. I, I didn't know if I was going to faint. And the it was uncertain, right? Uncertainty is what fuels anxiety for anxiety sufferers. And the, the fact that I, 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 I was willing to face that uncertainty, you have to be willing to face it because life is all about uncertainty. And I feel good because, you know, I went to the doctors and now I, now I have evidence of, of my health, my good health. And now I have this, uh, evidence of, of being, healthy and I don't need to worry about uh, anything right now you know I I having that evidence really made me feel great and conquering that fear was the main reason why I I went you know it's like I I know I have to get checked up but I really wanted to face my fear I didn't want to stay the old Brad I wanted to be a new me and facing fears Along the way, I faced so many fears when I went through my anxiety recovery. I faced uncertainty with new jobs, interviews, um, you know, giving up old negative friends, facing uh, environments where I had previous panic attacks. It's really facing the dragon, isn't it? It's really facing the demon. You're you're facing your ultimate fears and and people other people don't see it but it's up to you to decide you know are you willing to do that you know it's it's for you and once you change you then everything in your external world will change so it's really about how far are you willing to push yourself how far are you willing to be outside of your comfort zone you have to push yourself outside of your comfort zone to find true happiness because happiness is in the progress. If you're not progressing, you're not going to find any joy. You're not going to find any happiness. I found great happiness after that that doctor's visit. I felt I felt like, "Oh my god, I did something bigger than me. I did something that I was avoiding. I conquered it." And that's where happiness lies, is progress, not staying stagnant. Thank you for tuning in on this podcast episode. Remember, leave your questions on my Facebook page as well as my YouTube channel and Instagram. I'm going to create a Q&A episode so send me everything you got and don't forget to rate and review this podcast on itunes i would greatly appreciate it do not let anxiety define who you are have a great day bye bye
For more podcast episodes, for more video content, and one-on-one coaching with me via Skype, visit www.unpluganxiety.com for everything you need to know about ending anxiety naturally. I love you all. Have a great day. Bye-bye.